Happy Monday and happy Labor Day to everybody here in the United States of America. Thank you so much for joining us for another Be Our Guest podcast episode. Of course, it is Monday, so that means it's time for a fun trip report. And today, we are headed down to the greater Houston area with Lister Samantha to talk about her honeymoon trip to Pop Century this past January. And we get to talk about some great meals, places like 50s Primetime and Homecoming, fun times in all four theme parks, and also her having to work through this entire seven-day vacation being in a walking boot. She had an accident right before the trip, and she had to adjust, and she and her husband had to work together to make the most of this trip while she had some mobility issues with the walking boots. She gives some sound advice in case you're ever in a situation like this. Don't forget today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by even today to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Again, check them out today over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. Thank you for making all of this possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2149 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you and happy Labor Day to everybody here around the United States of America. It is a day where we celebrate labor, we celebrate the hard work that we put in all year long and then... A lot of us, you know, we still work on Labor Day a little bit, but you know what? Hopefully you're having the day off. You get to relax and wrap up the summer, the last hurrah there. But the good news about Labor Day for somebody like me, and I believe our guest today, Samantha, who I'm going to introduce in just a second, is college football. And football is back. Baseball's in the pennant, you know, stretch here. You got, it's just a great time of the year. It's cooling off. The leaves are going to change here probably in the next month or so. A lot of places. It is a great time to be alive and it's a great time to take a podcast with you. So take us with you today. We're going to be talking about a fun trip report. So joining me, as I just said, we're headed down to the Houston area with listener, Samantha, Samantha, how you doing? Happy Labor Day. I'm good. Happy Labor Day. You deserve it. Because we are ready for that football down here. Oh, you're in the mecca of football. We were talking about that before we went live here with the show that, um, you know, I'm excited for, for Friday night lights. We have it big in our school district, but nobody does it better than the folks down in Texas. You cannot do high school football better than us. That's right. My, my Mizzou Tigers, when we get a signee out of Texas, out of your area, it's always a good signee. Cause our, our it ba- is. Mallory was almost named after a quarterback, Chase Daniel, one of our quarterbacks from the like 2008 to 2012 
out of South Lake, Texas. So I'm just saying, if she'd have been a boy, mm-hmm. I kept my wife had a different name picked <laughs> out, but I was like, oh, no, no, no. She's going to be named after the quarterback at Mizzou because he took us to places we had never been. <laughs> so we'd had a big fight. Thank God she was a girl, so we didn't have to, you know, get divorced over naming our child. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> let's talk. We're going to talk about your trip today. Also, you're an educator and it's Labor Day. So I want to thank you for the work you put in all year long with your students and all the teachers out there because I know it is a thankless job. It is a tough job. But it's a job that you have to have a passion for. So uh, how's the school year going so far down in Texas? My school year is going great. Um, We started, this is week two or week three, (laughs) week three. Um, (laughs) So um, my kids are great. You know, they're settling in great. Um, I teach high school engineering and architecture. Um, I've previously taught robotics and manufacturing. So I'm all over the STEM world. And um, it's going great. I can't wait. I'm excited for this school year, you know, to help kids along in their STEM career. Love to hear that because I spent some time working down at Space Camp USA in Huntsville. And that's what we taught. We taught teachers how to integrate STEM into their curriculum. So that is is perfect. I love it. And hopefully we've had a uh, we've had a rocket go towards the moon by the time this uh, this podcast is out there. We'll see. I Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot that has to happen and we've had a, we've already had one uh, scrub, so we'll see what's up with that, but we're going to talk about your trip, but here just one second, give me a little backstory on your Disney fandom. Have you been a Disney kid since way back or did you discover it later in life? Like me, what, what's your story? So I'm a little bit of both. Um, I know that my, I, first off, I'm a twin. Um, there's two of me. It's great. Um, <laughs> My sister, my parents took my sister and I when we were mm, roughly five. Um, I have a picture standing in front of Minnie's house. I know that I met Cinderella. And then I grew up watching Disney movies and I didn't go back to Disney World till I was 19. Um, So I am a self-proclaimed Disney adult. Okay. I love that for me. Um, I... I'm a huge Disney fan. I love Cinderella. I love Kevin the Bird from Up. I love Wally because I taught robotics. Yeah, totally. Disney is just all of my jam. Um, my husband, on the other hand, he was not a huge Disney person. Not that he didn't like Disney, just that he grew up differently and he was never exposed to all of the Disneys that I was. Um, so. When it came time to plan our honeymoon, uh, my husband is a huge hockey fan and a hockey player. I know in Houston, it's crazy. Um, But he kept telling me, he's like, well, we can go to Toronto, you know? And I was like, well, we got married in January. And um, he doesn't actually like the cold, whether he likes to admit that or not. And I was like, you do realize that it's freezing there, right? And I was like, you're right. We can go to Canada at Epcot when we go to Disney World because it's not actually up for debate. We're going to Disney for our honeymoon. <laughs> you know what, though? You missed your time because way back in the day, I have ice skated at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay, I'm pretty no, jealous. Okay, I'm, not, no, I'm, good. I'm pretty no, jealous. I see. I'm also a former hockey player. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all the way in. My front teeth are fake because I got high stuck by my own guy. He went to jack the stick of one of the opponents. Missed. Got this to hit you right into my mouth because of course i was you know too cool to wear a face shield at the time yeah you know, I was, mm-hmm. you know one of those guys like the, you know like the old 70s guy should have had the big you know fat mustache like craig mctavish uh but yeah so i'm all in like i used to play hockey constantly so i, I get where your husband's coming from but back in the day when frozen first came out 
in the area where Toy Story Mania is now. Actually, it was, it was in the building where Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Play It was at one point. They put in an ice skating rink in there. And like some, and then what they would do is that, you know, how like an ice skating rink, they shave the ice, you know, to sweep yeah. it out between periods. They would take those shavings and put them up in a corner and kids would play. They'd make snowballs out of out of the ice, like kids from Florida that had never seen snow. And so they're all sitting in the corner and they're making snowballs. And I'm looking at them being from Missouri where we get snow every year and it's miserable. And I'm looking at them like their hands are just bright red. I'm like, these I'm kids like, oh. from Florida are getting frostbite. Like they, they mm-hmm. don't know, This is for real. Like that hurts. Like they're like, mommy, my fingers hurt. Yeah, well, it's called frostbite. You know, it's real. Cold. Yeah, that, that, well, that's what happens. No, but, hey, so you worked it out, though. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. You mentioned your husband's not a big Disney fan. So over the course of time, have you brought him more towards your camp or is he staying steadfast to, eh, I'm not a big Disney fan? No, he's pretty steadfast. We um, we actually took a trip to San Antonio a few weeks ago, and I was like, well, do you want to go to Fiesta, Texas? And he goes, eh, not really. And I was like, well, you know, why not? Like, we love to go to the amusement parks and stuff. And he goes, he just kind of looks at me, and he just kind of quietly goes, well, it's not Disney World. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're very right. It's definitely not going to be like Disney World, dear. I get it. Yeah, because we're close to Six Flags St. Louis here, and I, it, it's hard for me to go anymore. I it's not. It's not the same. I, I warned him that it wasn't going to be anything like Disney. Because it's so Because much I don't cheaper. really think I can go. Yeah, because, I mean, I can, you can go out there for dirt cheap in the fall, you know, or on the weekends. You can go, I mean, for hardly nothing. But then I get out there, I'm like, eh. Eh. Just, yeah. I, you know, it's like I try not to, but I'm just like, eh. And it's fun. I mean, I, yeah. should just, I should just, you know, chill out and just have a good time. But that's just, I think that's what the Disney fan kind of does in you. You know, you're just used to the, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Okay, so let's talk about your trip. You went on a, you had your honeymoon down there in January. So you mm-hmm. start having this discussion. Hockey Hall of Fame, Toronto, very cold. So you use the weather against your husband. You win. You're lucky Epcot has Canada. Good call. You're yeah. smooth there. Oh, I lucked out. So how's the planning go as far as like deciding where you're going to stay in the logistics of everything, getting there from Texas to Florida, all that stuff. How, how'd you plan? We knew we were going to have to fly. Um, and I knew that, I, I mean, I'm not a huge flyer. I have an anxiety issue. I don't fly well. Um, I was like, listen, you're going to have to be the one in charge at the airport because there's a huge likelihood that I will not be okay. Yep. So we knew we were flying, you know, we were looking at when I went, when I was 19, we stayed at Saratoga Springs. And so we were looking at that and our budget and what we were paying for the wedding and everything else. And so we were looking between the all-stars weren't open yet. Yep. And so we ended up going with pop which I know you love pop, but I also fell in love with pop. Um, it was between pop and art of animation. I really wanted to be on the Skyliner cause I'd never seen it. And I'm very glad we did because by the time I got to Disney world, I had a stress fracture in my left foot and I was in a walking boot the entire week and a day that we were there. Okay, so we're going to talk about that because this happens. It, hopefully it never happens to you, anybody that's listening today, but it could happen. And trust could. me, because I plan a lot of Disney vacations, you know, and 
and I've had this come up more than I would like to hear for guests that, you know, you, you plan this thing out. You've been like, oh, I've been waiting for three years to go. And then, you know, you step off a curb, you know, two weeks before the trip and boom, all of a sudden you're in this situation. But it doesn't mean everything's lost. It just means you got to rethink things. So we'll talk about that in a second. But before we get into that, so you had a little anxiety with flying. I was exactly the same way. I was so bad. I drove for a decade. I, you know, we, we drove from St. Louis to Walt Disney World multiple times a year, 15 hours each way with a baby mm-hmm. in tow. I mean, it's just how we did it because I would not consider getting on a plane. Finally, if I, I had enough time off, I would have yeah. I would have driven. Well, and that's it. I mean, because I was a teacher too at the time, and it, it was either I couldn't go for these races because you can't get down and back and you know do your races yeah. enough time. So, but I finally decided, and now I do love flying. You know, I finally got over it. But I mean, it was okay for you because I th- a lot of folks in the you know like to hear that you know everybody makes it through the situation. We definitely made it. So I planned it perfectly. Um, we had to get up at the crack of dawn. Our flight left at like six o'clock in the morning. I wanted to get to Disney as fast as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think our flight landed at like noon in Florida. Like we, I took the earliest flight possible. So, you know, when you're at the airport at four in the morning, nobody else is at the airport. Yeah, true. So yes, you need to get there early, don't freak out when you don't get there that early because we also ended up oversleeping and missing the alarm. And so I wanted to be there at 4.30. We ended up actually getting there maybe like 5.30 um, because we live a distance from the airport. We're not right there. So uh, I was like slightly freaking out. But then everything was fine when I sat down on the plane and my husband looks at me and goes, you do know we're going to Disney World. And I was like, is it too early to put on my ears? No, you were because, and that's again, that's one of the cool things about flying to Orlando is that you see everybody even at your gate, like with the Mickey shirts and with the, the ears yep. and, you know, jackets if it's cold out. You know, like when I come from January, everybody's got their running stuff on at the gate. You know, really, it starts as soon as you go through TSA. And mm-hmm. it's fine. You know, the th- you, you, a good tip I just want to throw in there because I want to get into the trip, but. If you're a little anxious about flying, I would say grab the first flight of the day out. There's two reasons for that right now. One is that the weather is usually going to be the best in the early morning. You have the least chance of thunderstorms. If you're coming from somebody like, you know, somewhere like Texas or on the Gulf Coast, those things fire up in the afternoon. So that's Mm -hmm. that's probably going to give you the smoothest flight. And second, you're probably again, you're probably not going to be delayed because with the first flight, the plane is usually going to be there early in the morning, ready to rock. But if you are flying out at, say, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, that's when stuff can compound. If a flight gets delayed at noon or a flight gets delayed at 1, and this one misses a connection here and there. So those early morning flights, even though it stinks getting to the airport at 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, you're going to be at Walt Disney World. You're going to have that full day, and you're going to have a smooth flight, and you're going to probably not be delayed. So good tip there just to throw in for people that are... Yes, for sure. If you have that ish, if you're a little nervous, you know, I definitely say get there early. All right. So let's dive into your trip. You stayed at Pop Century. So give us a review. I I, I talk about all the time. I love the place. But what did you guys think? I loved Pop. I love the theming. Um, Thankfully, they gave us a first floor right there off the front um, room. The whole time we were in the, well, not in the air. As soon as we landed, I was checking to see if our room was ready. Um, we did the um, ears transportation. 
it was pretty smooth. We didn't really have to wait long. Um, but pop was great. The pool was great. The food was great. Um, I loved pop. Yeah, it's it's. I love the food court. The rooms are efficient. They're nice. The food court saved us a lot because we, you know, we had our dinner reservations, but you know, by the time I finished walking around everywhere, I was not really willing to go back to the park. So twice, I think we canceled our reservation and just ended up eating in the food court. Yeah, it's nice because it's just you can grab it, you can sit down, and you're at your hotel. You don't have to think. Yes, you mm-hmm. the food's good there. I enjoy the food because I'm not a fancy food it's, person. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, so you mentioned this is the first time being on the Skyliner, you know, using that. So what would you would you rate that like a 10 out of 10? Is that a definite reason to stay at Art or Pop or Caribbean Beach or any of those hotels on the Skyliner? Yes. It, did you guys, I mean, it, it's awesome. I mean, I use it all the time. I loved using it. Um it's easy. Yes, when you get up. Okay, if you're going to rope drop, yes, there's a line. Mm-hmm. The line goes fast. And, you know, you just do what you do. You make friends in the line. You chit-chat. And it goes quick. Besides, they're going to put you in with those people around you anyway, so you might as well just be nice. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. All right, so let's talk about times in the theme parks. You mentioned, well, let, before that, let's just, let's get into the walking boot situation. So you had this going on for a week. So how did you prepare yourself getting there? Did you bring anything with you besides, like, did you bring any, like, a cane or something to help you out? Or how did this all no. unfold throughout the week? I just had my boot. Um, I looked into renting a, sco- renting a scooter. Um, I wasn't really keen on doing the scooter. Um, I pretty much thought I could huff it out, um, except... And I did most of the time, but when I got there, I, you know, cause I wasn't really sure how much walking there was going to be. There wasn't going to be what our plan was. Um, when we got there, like our first day was at Epcot. Um, so I was able to walk around Epcot. We got, we had dinner at nine dragons at like seven 30 and I was feeling fine. Like, the first few days, I it might have just been adrenaline. It might have just been the Disney magic. It might have been both. Um, my foot didn't really affect me. It wasn't until, like, our last few days that's when my foot really started to hurt. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, and I knew that if I wanted to get out of the boot that I needed to make it easier on my foot. So um, one or two times I did end up in the courtesy wheelchair from the cast member because... I could not walk. I would get to the back, like we'd be in Slinky Dog standing in line, and I'd get off and I'd go, I cannot make it to the front, dear. And he would have to go find a nice cast member, and the cast member would bring me the courtesy wheelchair, and then he'd have to push me. Yeah, I can't imagine because, you know, I mean, Epcot is huge. You know, on a good day, oh, yeah. I get I get tired, you know, and I run a lot, and I, you know, it, with walking boot and, and putting all that stress onto that foot, because again, Here's the thing I think people don't remember too when you have something like this happen is that you are you're changing your gait. So a lot of times it might not yes. even be your foot that's hurting. It could be like the opposite hip now that is killing yes. you because you're compensating. I was yeah. a lot of shifting my weight <laughs> the other direction. And then my poor husband, he's six foot three. I'm only five feet tall. He is like hunched over like the hunchback, pushing me in a wheelchair. It was probably very comical. Um, I wish somebody else would have gotten a picture. 
Oh, yeah, you, should, you totally should have got I mean, because those are the stories you're going to remember. Those are the stories. Like, it's hysterical. He is over here. He had the backpack. He had, I'm just chilling in a wheelchair, wearing my ears, you know, hanging out. Yeah, so I've been in a wheelchair one time at Walt Disney World. It was the night before our very first podcast cruise. So we have, like, there's going to be 120 listeners of the show. We're all going to sail on the Disney Dream the next morning. I get sick in the Magic Kingdom the night before. We'd had a big group meal at Wilderness Lodge at uh, Whispering Canyon. I ate way too much food. I drank way too much Coke because they brought me like the big bucket of soda. And I stupidly thought, oh, I'm going to drink this whole thing. Well, this thing was I probably, can do that. It was, it was probably like a gallon because it was a joke. You're not supposed to try to. So I drank that all of them. It was like extra magic hours back then. Went into the Magic Kingdom. I just remember we went on. We, it was so hot that night. It was one of those hot, humid nights in July. Like the air wasn't moving. We got in line for the for the Tomorrowland race car, the Tomorrowland cars, the Indy cars, and like mm-hmm. waited forever in line, just breathing all those gas fumes, breathing them, breathing them. Finally rode them, and like the gas fumes got me. I went into the bathroom, made me totally sick. Like I felt like I was going to pass out. So then they came and got me in a wheelchair. My wife, and my car was parked because we drove that time. My car was parked at Wilderness Lodge. My wife had to push me in a wheelchair from the Magic Kingdom onto the boat outside of the Magic Kingdom over to Wilderness Lodge, through the Wilderness Lodge lobby to the parking lot. By the way, I saw Lou Mangello on the way uh, through the Wilderness Lodge. I was like, hey, Lou, he's like, Mike, are you, you dead? I was like, no, good, I'm good. But the thing is, no, here, here's the thing. My wife never lets me forget that story. So I'm just saying, your husband will never probably let you. No, um, he just actually remind, <laughs> he just reminded me. We were at Contemporary at um, Chef Mickey's, and the monorail broke down. And I was, like, dead set on riding the monorail back to the Magic Kingdom. So I waited a whole, like, I waited, like, an hour. I was like, I'm going to ride the monorail. It's going to get fixed. I rode it there. I'm going to ride it back. Thank you. Um... Okay, well, then they were kind of were like, um, you probably want to get off now. And I was like, I looked down at my foot and I was like, listen, sir. I have this on my foot yeah. and I don't really want to hoof it back to the Magic Kingdom. So they let us borrow the wheelchair and my poor husband had to push me on the sidewalk yeah. through a bunch of high schoolers. That's, well, I mean, it's your domain. You know how to get I was like, he was getting mad. I was like, you just got to ask him to move. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how. And I was like, that's what I'm here for. That's it's exactly. fine. I got I'm like, I got a degree can you move? That. Can you move, please? Yeah. And they're like, they just get out of the way. He's like, how do you do it? I'm like, it's teacher things. That's we don't ask questions. Exactly. You just you got a sense. Okay. So let's talk about some highlights, though, from the theme parks. We don't have to go like theme park to theme park. But what, what do you remember from back in January? Like favorite attractions, anything that was super interesting as far as that surprised you with a, with a ride, a show, something like that? Um. I love Figment. We rode Figment three times. Rick, you're like Ricky. Ricky's, she, she got a Figment doll when she was a baby, and ever since she's loved Fig is my jam. I searched the whole place for the Figment sit on my shoulder. Um, Star Wars area was really cool. I'm going to openly admit that I am not a Star Wars person. Oh. Neither is my husband. Okay. My twin sister is, so I did film walking in star wars for her and somebody that is not familiar with the franchise that was super cool see that that, that's a good sign even knowing just the detail as somebody else was so cool did you and then of course i love jesse she's a cowgirl she's 
I'm convinced she's a Texan, you know. Gotta be. So, Toy Story was my jam. <laughs> totally gotta be. Yeah, totally. Woody has to be down from down there too, I guess. I've um, I've always loved Jesse. <laughs> That's a good point. So now that you mentioned Star Wars, did you guys do Rise of the Resistance or, or uh, Smuggler's Run? No, we did not. Um, I think this is the teacher in me. When we were talking about if we were going to do it or not, um, I my whole thought process was I didn't exactly care if I got on those rides. Um, it wasn't going to make or break my Disney trip. Mm -hmm. But I knew that some nine-year-old out there was going to lose their mind if they did not get on it. Too kind. And I was not about to take those two seats from the nine-year-olds <laughs> because I didn't care. Yeah, too bad nine-year-old. So I let this the nine-year-old have it. <laughs> I love it. You're time. nicer than me. <laughs> I will I go on it next time, probably. Everybody was like, you should have wrote it. I was like, okay, well, maybe I should have, and that's great. But um, I didn't, and I let the nine-year-old have it. No, that was sweet of you. Too bad I'm not letting a nine-year-old in front of me. I, I know, right? I was, that was nice of me. My <laughs> husband did write Power of Terror by himself because I was not going up there. Um he attached himself to some poor family of five. So if they're listening, thank you for dealing with him. Um, he had a great time on Tower of Terror. I don't do elevators, so that was not happening for me. No, it's fine. I can do it one time. That's it. My daughter and my wife love Tower of Terror. They can do it multiple times. No, I'm like, I once. Not going to be That's me. That's it. You know, one time and I check, I'm done. You know. I am more of the ride, the slow rides and the low rides. Yes, I'm getting there. That's me now. Yeah, lately. That's why I, I like Disneyland. I just like so the lower ones. Disneyland had a lot of that. That's why I'm love with Disneyland. I think this. I was all about Dumbo. You know, I can do that. Yeah. Barnstormer was great. You see, Barnstormer. I, we did again, ride. I can't, um, do, I can't fit hardly in Barnstormer. Three. Yeah, that's right. Thunder Mountain's a good we, one. Yeah. We rode Seven Dwarfs. Um, my husband and I are bigger set people. We're poo sized. Okay. Um, I will tell you this as a poo sized person. Do not let them put both of you in the same mine car at seven doors because I'm only five feet tall, but my husband is six, three and we were packed into that mine car like sardines. Yeah. I don't think I could get a, could have gotten any closer to him physically. Um, it was a little uncomfortable. I still wrote it. I still had a great time. Um, but if you look at the pictures from the trip, I don't look like I'm having a great time, but the lady in front of me is having the time of her life, man. So you want to talk uncomfortable? <laughs> this is this shows. I love this show's kind of crazy. I love it. This is fun, Samantha. Is it? One time, Scott and I were down there for a race, and we were just bumming around the Magic Kingdom right before park closed. Right before the fireworks, actually, you know, late at night at the Magic Kingdom, and we wanted to ride Astral Orbiter. So we go up the elevator. This you know, smoking hot again. I think it was it was hot, even though it was a race. It might have been like wine and dine or something. We get up to the top. And, you know, we, we count off and we think we got our own rocket, right? So we get there. There's only one rocket left by the time, like, we get we messed around and didn't hustle out to a rocket. So we had to get into the same rocket. I mean, we are big dudes. I'm 6'3". Scott's not 6'3", but he's a little bit bigger. Like, we are jammed in this rocket. I'm like, dude, Scott, we are buds. But I didn't know we were buds like this, man. We are very close now. We are way too close. And we're, like, watching fireworks. I'm like... Dude, this is is this romantic, and this is not where I want to be right now. Correct. <laughs> you are not who I wanted to share this moment with. It's so weird. It was so bizarre. But it's one of those things. I think the cast members mess with us. 
They might have, honestly. And you know what? I don't exactly blame them. Yeah, I know. Totally. I would do that too. They probably like, you know, close one, like put the out of order sign on one that was fine, Mm -hmm. you know, just to see us, you know, squirm. That's probably what happened. Okay. That's a good story. So what, uh, so did you guys, you were there for seven days. You make it to all four parks. Yes. Um, Are you guys more rope droppers or do you, do you you take breaks or what do you guys, how do you tour? So um, we didn't, we didn't rope. We only rope dropped the magic kingdom the first day. And I wouldn't even call it rope dropping. Um, I was not standing in line waiting to get on magic hours or anything. We had genie plus, um, but we also had DAS because of my foot and my anxiety. Um, so I wasn't, we didn't exactly wait in lines. Now in retrospect, I think we probably should have gone through some of the queues just so that my husband could get the theming of the ride, um, you know, and get that feel that Disney feel. Cause we missed a lot of that, but we got to all four parks. We took breaks when I needed to. Um, but I am a must do all of the things kind of person and I don't know how to slow down. So yeah, you're talking, you're preaching to the choir, I think with, uh, with our audience there. Cause I, I'm trying to be a recovered person from that, you know, like I don't have to check yeah. off a list because we did have a rest day at Disney Springs. Um, and I did end up resting a lot that day. That's one of the days we canceled our, um, dinner reservations, but other than that, I think I was like gun ho, especially when I got the scooter because then I could go faster. That's a good idea. So let me let me ask you about the Disney Springs day. So how did you? What kind of stuff did you do at Disney Springs? Because we don't talk about the Springs enough. Did you guys snack over there? Did you do some shopping? See some entertainment? We did some shopping. Um, I definitely went straight to Kate Spade. I am a lover of Kate Spade. I had to buy at least something in Kate Spade Disney, and that was one hundred percent worth it. Um, we did some shopping. We did try to go get the free necklace of like TikTok says, but just so everybody knows, they are no longer doing that. I don't know any of that. Um, y'all let the secret out, apparently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. TikTok people blowing everything up. <laughs> I know, right? And so we did some shopping. We did some eating. We didn't get to Gideon's. Um, that line wrapped around the building like four times, and I just wasn't about it. <coughs> Um, we ate at the pizza place there, and I don't remember the name, but it was really good. Blaze, that one, or the other? No, one? Uh, the Italian yeah. place. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name offhand. I know, yeah, I know the one you're talking about, though. Yep. My husband is a cigar person. He went to the cigar shop. I was shopping all over the place. Scott, Scott, and I always say it looks so cool that little room in front of the cigar store. We're, neither one of us are cigar smokers. I'd, I'm an asthmatic, so I would probably die. So, so am I. So I stood outside the whole time. <laughs> exactly. So I'd be dead. But you I had said, fun with that one. That looks like the coolest room in the history of the world, just to be sitting in one of those big leather seats, like with a big cigar. Yeah, he ended like, up buying a few and he took them home. <laughs> That's we I think he, he did smoke. He, he just reminded me. He smoked. He smoked one at the resort. I was like, I was in bed. I was, my foot was hurting. Yeah, it just, it looks cool. Like that, that room right there, like Scott, it was like, that we just said, but we're just going to go down to Salt and Straw and get some ice cream. So yeah, we, we did that. We're there. So let me ask, okay. So you guys, you kind of spread things out. What about your mm-hmm. husband though? What was his favorite like attraction of the trip? What would you say? Was it tower? Was it, did he roller coaster? What do you think? He says it depends on the park. Okay. It depends. 
Okay. Doesn't matter to any park. It doesn't matter. I didn't know it was there. So. <laughs> oh, he's, well, he just he just got home. Okay, cool. <laughs> he's standing here next to me now. What do you think? He took each park. Let's say Anon Kingdom was probably the, uh, the cruise. Oh, he did the um the jungle cruise, the jungle, the jungle cru- Well, we did the jungle cruise cool. and safari at Animal Kingdom. He got to ride the um, Avatar ride. Yeah, I couldn't ride it. The when they lock you in a box, yeah. I was out. Yeah, yeah. I have a obvious claustrophobia issue. So when they were like trying to lock you in the box, I was like, no, no. Mm. You can when they show like the little body hot bodies in the on the screen you could see me right next to my husband because i was the one freaking out (laughs) so i politely went up to the cast member as soon as the door opened and i was like i need to get off i'm having a panic attack and he goes okay well can you wait until i get everybody on the ride i was like sure can yeah he goes can you wait just right over there for me it's like sure can yeah yeah, that, I, I'm not a big fan of that one just because of the motion. Because you're sitting on like a motorbike, basically. It's like a sitting on a yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, that's what I saw. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I that was not going to be for me. But you're, it's a banshee, but it feels like a motorcycle. It, it's, I mean, it's a cool feeling other than the motion. I just, I have motion issues, so. But it, it's I did cool I did play a very awful trick on my husband. Um, uh, when we got on, I got a fast pass for Small World because I was the one running the Disney app. Um, but I had not informed my husband of what ride we were getting on. I'm evil. It's great. Um, so we definitely got on Small World, and I did not tell him what we were getting on. And not until he could hear the music did he glare at me. He goes, I cannot believe you did this to me. And I am just laughing the whole time. But you have to do. It's a classic. I mean, even it like it or not, terrible. you got to do it. It was yeah. worth it. It was ten. I 10 for 10 recommend doing that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah you have to. I think. Okay, so let me, because I want to make sure we get this in, because we have about eight minutes left. Dining. What were some of your highlights for dining? You mentioned you had the pizza place at Disney Springs. What else? We did dinner with Cinderella. Ah, nice. We planned it perfectly. I got to watch fireworks from inside the castle. Cool. And I will openly admit that I definitely cried. Isn't it weird, though? Because, okay, here, I've done that one time. It was 15 years ago. It was wishes a long time ago. And it was the weirdest thing because I, I had my brain had a hard time figuring it out because I'm used to standing on Main Street watching the fireworks and my brain perceives that the fireworks are over the castle. But when you're in the castle, they're way behind the park. Like you you realize you can see that if you're staying in Fantasyland too. But you realize, oh yeah, they're they're not even in the Magic Kingdom. No. <laughs> it's so weird. But it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Don't exactly. worry. That's not no. the point. Yeah. We went to um so we had dinner at Royal Table. Um, it was a good, it wasn't my favorite food, but that, I mean, I, we did that for the experience, not for the food. Yeah. And some of those, we did a lot of that. We did the fifties primetime cafe. That was good. Um, where else did we go? Uh, I can't even think today. Yeah. Fifties primetime is my wife's favorite. She loves that place. The fried chicken. I get the meatloaf. Uh, that's what James, you got meatloaf, didn't you? He got the fried chicken. He still has his uh, clean plate. Yep. I, I have the clean plate club uh, sticker on my iPad right here. <laughs> oh, homecoming at Disney Springs. That was that was what the day we left. So, A, I was upset we were leaving. But it was great food. I would go back for that. 
That's I, I agree. I mean, that place is hard to get into, but it's totally worth it. I mean, it was worth it. It was so worth it. It was so good. The biscuits were fantastic. Oh, and the deviled eggs. I, I'm, a, I'm a deviled egg fan. Like whenever we have Easter, any kind of holidays around here, my sister-in-law brings them. They're better at home. My sister-in-law makes great ones. They're awesome, but they're just so fancy at homecoming. I mean, they're, you know, church lady. Well, yeah. eggs. They're also a million dollars, you know, at homecoming. Yes. Compared to, you know, they're probably, you could probably make 50 of them for what, you know, two costs at homecoming, but hey, you know, you're on vacation. Very minor detail. So let me ask you too about transportation as a whole, because you had walking boot. You guys were probably using the buses to get around to the Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Springs. Do you have any issues with that? Um, Every once in a while, I would have to wait for a bus, which sounds worse. Sounds It sounds like it's not bad. Um, when you're in a walking boot, it, you know, I'm shifting that weight back and forth. It does tend to hurt. Um, but we really didn't have any issues with transportation. And I will say, um, you know, if you are, you do find yourself at Disney World in a walking boot, do not hesitate to get a scooter. If you think you need a scooter, get the scooter. Don't be embarrassed. I was 28 getting a scooter. I'm like, I look ridiculous. But in the end, it saved my foot. Yeah. And probably my marriage, but that's not the point. <laughs> It saved my foot. And if you happen to have Park Hopper, and so like if we went to Magic Kingdom, they told us we can we can turn it in when we leave Magic Kingdom, go to like Epcot and get another one and not pay twice. That's a good So tip. that was nice. Yeah, and I think tip. that people like don't think about that. They're like, oh, I don't want to pay for it twice. Well, you don't have to. Disney's not going to make you do that. Did so... Let me ask this too. I mean, because it's something you'd never had experience with. I'm guessing, was it was it a hard learning curve or managing, you know, driving that thing around all those people? Because I, I, I think people it'd be hard to do it for the first time. Like you think they do? Yeah, because you got just so many people around you all the time. It'd be kind of. I mean, I, I think you know the teacher voice. Excuse me, can you? I'm sorry, I'm coming behind you. You know, um, did people move for me? Not exactly. Did I think about intentionally running into people? Possibly. But if I warned you, I warned you. Hopefully you didn't run anybody. You like have a cow catcher on the front of that thing, like an old train or something. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I was like, hey, can you, I was like, it needs to have a horn on it. That's what I think. Some of them do. I've been honked at before. Some of them do. Yeah, because I, 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 I totally just wasn't paying attention. Not, and I think they did it on purpose. Yeah, I, I got honked at once and I it's, I apologized profusely to the person because I just wasn't paying attention. I was looking at, some, I, I was like caught up in like a Disney detail. I was like looking at the top of a building. I was trying to take a picture of like some kind of detail that I wanted to send yep. to somebody. Like, I can't believe this, but I was standing kind of in the way. And they're like, beep, beep. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so I didn't sorry. Even, I'm like, I didn't know it had a horn. I, so we ended up laughing yeah. about it. I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm like, but that's pretty awesome that you have a horn. <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah pretty cool. They have a horn. They had a basket, <laughs> man. They come, they come prepared. I was like, I'm just glad you didn't have a taser or something on that thing. I don't on the ground. Okay. So a couple minutes left. So get, you've given a lot of good tips for getting there when you have mobility issues, great planning stuff. What's kind of the one memory that you have left from your honeymoon from this trip that you're going to remember outside the obvious from the challenges you overcame with the walking boot, with you guys having to bond over rallying together to get around for seven days? What, what you know, any big, uh, you know, memories from this trip? Watching my husband become a Disney adult was worth it. Nice. 
Watching him love the magic almost as much as I do was so worth it to me. And also getting to see the magic in other people. You know, being a Disney adult, there's not a lot of people that quite understand around you all the time. And so being around people that get it was great. That's why I love this show. Everybody likes it for different reasons, but everybody has their reasons and everybody kind of has and everybody that. Everybody still loves it. Common, yeah, everybody has that common language. Well, Samantha, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing this trip. It's been so much fun. I Thank love you it. so much for having me. I love it when I have another fan of Pop Century. That makes my heart feel so good, except it's another person I got to fight for a room because the place is getting too popular. There's so many for weekends real. I can't get a room. It's in that place. That's a funny story. I know. Go Before ahead. I go, we were at an Astros game. <laughs> I walked in and I walked into the pretzels and I was like, why is this not Mickey shaped? Like I have questions. Seriously. I know all food tastes better. If it's Mickey shaped, I'm convinced it is. And you try to charge stuff with your, you know, like just, I I have done that with my Fitbit. I'm like, yeah, tap. I'm like, that's not going to do me anything. Thank God for like Apple pay. Cause it's almost the same thing. You just got to push the close. I was like, I tapped it on something the other day and I was like, Oh, that's not how that works here. awesome well samantha thanks for coming on the show and have an outstanding school year we'll have to talk to you thank again you after so much trip. all right don't forget today's show is brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out today for all of your disney trip planning needs they're going to help you plan a great trip to walt disney world disneyland disney cruise line or adventures by disney all you need to do is swing by their website at themagicforless.com fill out that free no obligation quote form and an agent will get back to you right away so check them out today over at themagicforless.com Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys make all these shows possible. You allow us to put the show out three to four times every week all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show, which will come out tomorrow, Mike in the Midwest. So check it out today over at Patreon.com. Slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm at be our guest Mike on Twitter and Instagram. Would love to talk to you this week. And of course, this Sunday night, it's the BOGP open line. It's you, me, and Scotty G. We'll be taking your calls for one hour straight. You can be a part of the show. You can be on the show. Share some mini trip reports. Talk about the news of the week. Give us a call. We're on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Give us a call and be a part of the show. We'll be waiting for you. All right, time to get back to that one last uh, weenie roast or whatever you're having, s'mores. You're making s'mores. You're going to the pool before you got to put that cover on it. Enjoy summer for the last long weekend of the year and then just embrace fall and embrace the best season of the year. So for Samantha, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Monday. Happy Labor Day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.